أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورعيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إنه كان توابا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا أحد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم particular period is last this last year of great uncertainty and great international uncertainty big changes in the world um, the first really major war in Europe since the end of the second world war the ending of what was arguably called the long peace. Um, the, the planet, the sp- us as a species, reeling with the after effects of COVID. So many things are changing. We see the prices of things going up. Um, great sense of insecurity. In this context, I think it's useful for us to explore a theme which is a bit of a recurrent theme that occurs in this in this discourses after Vicar. And that is really an exploration of the English idiom, all that ends, all's well, I beg your pardon, the expression is all that ends, all's well that ends well, that's the idiom, that's the English idiom, all that ends well, All, all that, all's well, I beg your pardon, all's well that ends well. And the reason I'm, why I'm getting tongue twisted around it is because um, <clears throat> I'm no longer sure whether it is my own um, uh, sort of rather dark sense of humor playing with this or that I 
I learned this from Douglas Adams because he also had the late Douglas Adams. He said something similar to this. He said, all that ends, ends well. Well, I interpret what he said, that all that ends, ends well. Because what he actually said is that if it's not yet the end, if it is not well, it's not yet the end. I do think this is a profound truth. I mean, I don't think it's just... um, uh, a a throwaway line by a a somewhat unstable writer of of strange science fiction. I mean, I think it's a very important and very truthful insight that all that ends, ends well. And if it isn't ended, if it's not well, I beg your pardon, it is not yet the end. There's a number of (coughs) things that occur to me that are sort of, for me, demonstrate that this is true and has to be true. The first is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves beauty. And one of the elements of beauty is symmetry. And one of the elements of symmetry is balance and rhythm. If something's gone tick, it requires a talk. If something's gone to the left, it requires to go to the right. And what happens with all things like this is that they, the, as soon as a rhythm gets set in, as soon as a symmetry gets in, it, it eventually resolves itself. <coughs> so as soon as there's an imbalance <coughs> to one side, I mean, think about it almost as a pendulum. As soon as you move the pendulum to one side, you've created an imbalance. When it swings, it swings to the other side. And then it swings back to the first side, and then it swings back to the second side. But at some point, it resolves itself. It stops. And then it does well. Then there's no longer imbalance. And it finds its point of balance. It finds its point of symmetry when it stops. While it is still in motion, it is imbalanced. So how do we know, how can we assert that all of our experience of disquiet, of upset, is, relates to this phenomenon? Because all of our sense of disquiet and upset has within it a sense of um, imbalance. It wants a resolution. I mean, if you thirst requires drinking, it requires slaking. The imbalance requires resolution. The, the, if the thing is too much on the left, it wants to go to the right. I mean, it's a, it's, this is a natural law. So as soon as you experience disturbance, as soon as you experience imbalance, then the motion that is created is a motion that is a motion that's directed to resolution. And must, in the fullness of time, be resolved. If you allow the pendulum to swing long enough, it will get to a point of still. It will stop swinging. So too it is with all um, disturbance that we see around us. There's another, there's two more... (coughs) sort of views that I'd like to offer... To suggest that this has to be true, that all that ends, all 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 that ends is well. 
And if it's not well, it's not yet there. The second is our sense of, of narrative. And you must have read a story where it, it, it doesn't resolve itself. So there's a big drama, it goes over a number of chapters, and this one's done this, and this one's done that, this one's done that. And suddenly the hero disappears. Or, or, or um, <coughs> the, 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 the lovers are, their the, the love match is thwarted. Or, and there's a sense of a hanging irresolution. Those are awful stories. Stories that unresolve themselves are actually very unpleasant stories. I think that we are, we are expressing a divine requirement for resolution in narrative when we have that experience of storyline. Story stories have to be satisfying. They have to end well. This is even true in music. So you can sometimes in a piece of music, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's rock music or classical music, or whatever, it really has to, it has to, there's a, a particular musical term for this, which escapes me now, but it's sort of that, um, it has to finish the right kind of, uh, the, 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 the run of the notes have to resolve themselves. They've got to finish at a place where it is satisfying. They can't sort of half finish. I mean, just think of a, of a side, you know, your Taliban for Nafila. You, you say, what, what, there's got to finish, it's got, that can't stop there. You know, it's got to go further until it, Allah, Allah, ah, ah, but then it finishes. And music is like that. Music wants to finish somewhere. Uh, beauty requires finishing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made his universe as a celebration of beauty, which means he's made his universe with a bias to resolution, a bias to finishing. And so while there's still disturbance, by definition, it's not finished. It has to resolve itself still. Why is it useful to think about calamitous times from this point of view? It allows us to be patient. Don't panic, man. It's not over. For heaven's sake, it'll resolve itself. It just requires a bit more time. Watch. See it resolve itself. In times of great distress, we are... We, 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 we think, well, it's up to us to save the planet, save the world, go and do heroic stuff, fix things. That's not why he made this universe. He didn't make this universe broken and brought, gave us the job of fixing it. I mean, what an unbelievable arrogance. You know, he made this universe perfect so that we can, when we look at it, we can say, subhanAllah, we can bear witness to his attributes of perfection because we can see his, his creation, that it is perfect. Which means that when the thing is still in a state of imbalance, we realize that this is his story 
that is in the process of being resolved. And yes, we are required to do one or two things on occasion, but the main job is to sit back and watch the show. Allow the thing to be resolved. Watch it be resolved so that you can truly say, once it is resolved, say, now you see, there's only one Rabb. Subhanallah. Look at how it's resolved. And everything he will resolve. It is impossible that he will leave an off cadence to his creational flourish. He's too good a composer. It will result. It will end well. And if it's not yet well, it is not yet the end. Rest assured. Be patient. Otherwise, how can you recite in Ar-Rahman in this uh, and which of the blessings of your Lord will you deny? If you're going to look out at his creation, you say, but no, no, but this thing is kind of quite flawed, you know. It's all broken. It's not flawed. It is just blessed. It's blessing upon blessing. You're just not seeing a problem. Wait for it to be resolved. So that you can play the role that a human being can uniquely play. <coughs> and that is to look back at your Rob's handiwork and to say, truly he is great. There's a further implication to this. And that is... It also gives us license to dismiss all conspiracy theories. All, all approaches to looking at the world around us, thinking, no, but there are these dark collusions that, that operate behind the veil. Uh, you know, the Americans, the Jews, the Illuminati, the this, the that, the this, the that, you know. Who's the Rab? He's the Rab, not these people. That's not suggesting that there aren't people that get up to mischief, but their mischief is him introducing imbalance. Watch the show. It will resolve itself. You will see how these people come to a sticky end for the arrogance of thinking that they're in charge. He does that to all people who think that they are in charge. He brings them to a sticky end. He says in Quran, travel the world and see the cities. He goes to the places of those who have gone before him. Go see the cities that have been destroyed. The civilizations that are no longer there. In the heyday, these places were run by people who were in charge of the world. They thought they had it all under control. We've got a perfect city, we've got a perfect village, we've got all the slaves under our command, everything under our thumb. And then he brings a calamity, an earthquake or a drought or a flood. And all of that potential, gone. And which of the mercies and the blessings of our will you deny? 
you can rest assured that at every element of scale, from the most cosmic vastness to our planetary drama, to the affairs of your city, to the, the, the day-to-day minutiae of your own personal affair, it is all in the hands of a generous uh, and a merciful Allah, who is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, who is the provider of blessing, who is the withholder of catastrophe. All of this stories that's going along is just so that you can learn to see that he is the one who provides and withholds. May Allah grant us nearness to him. May grant us annihilation in him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, our Malaikatuhu, Suluhu, and Nabi, Ya Yuhaladina, Amanu, Salu Alayhi, Wasalim, Taslima, Allahumma, Salli Allah, Sayyidina, Muhammad bin Abdika, wa Rasulika, Nabiirim, wa Ala, Alihi, wa Sahbihi, wa Salim, Taslima, Subhana, Rabbika, Rabb al-Izzati, Ma'isifun, wa Assalam, wa Rabbushri, wa Alhamdulillah, 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 wa Alh